0: Monique Steele is here now with the rural news. Kia de Monique. A far north strawberry grower has had to diversify their crop. Yes, and that's due to a nationwide shortage of strawberry plants. Heavy rainfall destroyed around 4 million young plants at the country's three main propagators at Bay of Plenty nurseries earlier this year. Kaikō Berry's general manager, Todd Jackson, says the two-year-old business built 10 hectares of growing tunnels at its NAFAR site to house around 600,000 plants, but the shortage meant only 200,000 got into the ground. Todd Jackson says, while it has been disappointing, the business decided to diversify their crops to get by. It is
1: hurting us from a, a return on investment perspective, making it challenging, but more so, we were geared up and really excited to grow 10 hectares of strawberries. So we've got to wait another year now for, for that to happen. So what we have done is filled the remaining sort of six or seven hectares with seasonal vegetables bok choy, pak choy, beetroot, cost lettuce that we're supplying uh, to Northlanders and, and New Zealanders over the summer.
0: Mr Jackson says, unfortunately, shoppers will likely feel the cost of the shortage.
1: I think if everyone's prepared to to dip into their pockets, um, I think you'll definitely have a strawberry or two. There's no doubt that the the price of strawberries is going to increase this year for the consumer. That's just supply and demand at the end of the day. So they'll be out there, they'll be in in short supply. So if you see them, I would grab them I mean, you can get your hands on them because it's going to be a really short supply year.
0: That's Todd Jackson of Kaikohi Berries, which is a joint venture between the two commercial arms of Te Runanga a Iwi, or Napuhi and the Far North District Council, with 12 permanent employees and up to 60 seasonal staff. An agri-economist says it's too early to tell if global dairy prices are safely off the near five-year low point seen last month the average dairy price rose four point six per cent to two thousand nine hundred and fifty seven US dollars a ton at the global dairy auction overnight. It comes after a 2.7% increase at the last auction, which was the first rise in five months. Westpac senior agri-economist Nathan Penny says more lifts are needed in the coming months for better market confidence.
2: Another solid result and a welcome one for farmers and dairy industry alike. In terms of, you know, can we call this the bottom, we do need to see further lifts in prices over over October and, and even into November to be certain around that. I think what we may have seen overnight and, and at the last auction is prices have, have gotten very low and that's brought a few buyers back to market but what we perhaps haven't seen is, a, is any real fundamental change in demand. We're not seeing the Chinese economy pick up materially. So really it's not, it's not a fundamental change in, in the market.
0: That's Nathan Penny. Meanwhile, lower global demand is hitting Irish dairy farmers in the pocket, with about $3.5 billion New Zealand dollars wiped off their bottom lines. The Irish Creamery Milk Suppliers Association is warning this year's milk price cuts could seriously impact the wider rural economy. President Pat McCormick told Dairy Reporter last year's farmers were paid about 59 cents euro cents a litre, and this year it's closer to 37 cents. Mr. Mr McCormick says the milk price drop this year has been very severe and called on the Irish government to set out a clearer strategy. Beef and Lamb says some farmers will struggle to make a profit this year due to lower sheep meat prices. Demand from key markets like China and the UK has been softer as consumers tighten their spending in the face of tougher economic times. This is pushing prices down. Beef and Lamb Chief Executive Sam McIver says it's really tough on farm at the moment.
3: I would describe it as a a squeeze from three angles really. One is product prices are subdued, particularly sheep meat. Prices at the moment, uh, beef prices are, are still holding up pretty well. But, you know, on the cost side, last year we had inflation on farm inflation costs of 16.3%. The year before that was 10%. So cost structures have gone up quite dramatically and and, and farmers are, are struggling on that side. And then, you know, the third angle is, is just the cost they see coming with what I would describe as an overreach of, of poorly um poorly developed our legislation and regulations. And and so there is a squeeze from many angles. We we are going to see a lot of red ink, I think, in sheep and beef profit and losses this year. So so farmers are working really, really hard at the moment to, you know, absolutely take every bit of cost out of their systems.
0: Sam McIver says younger farmers or those who are new to the industry will likely be doing it tougher as they'll have more debt to service. To Australia, where the National Farmers' Federation says many farmers have already started getting rid of stock in preparation for an El Nino summer. The Bureau of Meteorology has officially declared Australia is under the influence of El Nino, which means hot and dry conditions ahead. Chief Executive of the National Farmers' Federation, Tony Meyer, says farmers have had a good few years since the last big dry to rebuild their stock
2: they're starting to think well we might need to destock and while that means low prices unfortunately you know quite miserably low prices for many farmers it is a concurrence of of a few a few factors uh, and farmers making the decision to destock is preparation for those hotter drier
0: conditions that's tony mayer And lastly, nearly 190 halal butchers have moved to New Zealand since a special visa was set up to help plug a labour gap. Because New Zealand's Muslim community is relatively small, the meat industry has struggled to attract the 250 butchers in needs to process those specialty cuts. Halal butchers were added to the Immigration Green List in March, offering international workers a pathway to residency. This followed pleas from the industry. Immigration New Zealand says... Since then, 186 people have successfully attained that visa to August. And that's the rural news for today. Koyada te porongo o te tai Thank you very much, Monique Steele, there with the rural news.